Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Dean, I imagine since the Chris Rock Netflix special has been on, the complaint department over there at Netflix has been uh, overrun. It with has to be. Calls. I, I, I called. I called over there to just to find out the viewership, uh, which. Uh, Netflix doesn't give out the viewerships of their of their shows, so I was never able to find that out. But I asked them, you know, are you getting a lot of reaction? And uh, the guy on the phone just started laughing. <laughs> Both positive and negative. Some people thought it was great. Some people didn't uh, like it. And that includes the nephew of Michael Jackson, King of Pop Michael Jackson. Uh, in addition to Chris Rock talking about the Will Smith slap, Part of what he talked about was cancel culture and what Chris Rock said. It was interesting to him how uh, some people, uh, you know, are, are canceled with what they do. And other people who do the same thing uh, get a complete pass. And he compared uh, R. Kelly to Michael Jackson, which uh, did not sit well with a lot of Michael Jackson fans, but in particular with uh, the family of Michael Jackson, in particular the nephew, whose name is Taj, uh, T-A-J, Taj Jackson, uh, he tweeted out that uh, Chris Rock is uh, a has-been and that he's been using Michael Jackson's name and the family name as a punching bag for his entire career. He just really took off after Chris Rock, and then he ended his tweet with, thank you, Will Smith, for what you did. So oh, boy. He was, he was uh, in favor of Will Smith smacking him because he didn't like what Chris Rock had to say. Don't, don't those people just realize the people who complain like that, that they're just going to add to the publicity for what yep. they're complaining about? It's not going to do any good. Yep. Why do it? Just make it worse. Sometimes yeah. it's better just to be quiet and let it mm-hmm. slip away. Exactly. Uh, I heard your uh, little survey with the, uh, well, it was actually the uh, Creed Three cast uh, answering uh, some survey questions. Yeah. Tell us about this. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan and uh, Jonathan Majors, the two stars of Creed Three, were, uh, uh, they were doing an interview to promote the movie. And uh, the interviewer asked him a variety of questions of who is the greatest of all time in different fields. Uh, and it turns out that Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors have very different opinions on uh, a couple of things. One of them was who was, who was the greatest rapper of all time. And uh, Michael, Jord- uh, Michael B. Jordan said uh, Drake and Jonathan Majors said it's between Jay-Z and Tupac. They also asked who is the greatest athlete of all time. And interestingly, Michael B. Jordan picked LeBron James. Hmm. He said, uh, I'm going to go with LeBron James. He could have played multiple sports and been a champion in all of them. said, I'm I'm picking LeBron James, so fight me on it. And Jonathan Majors responded, I might have to fight you on it because it's undisputed. The greatest athlete of all time is the other Michael Jordan. Uh, he, he picked our Michael Jordan. And he said, you, no one can match his accomplishments in the debate for the greatest of all time. Now, maybe Michael B. Jordan is just sick, sick of our Michael Jordan because I'm sure all of his life. 
right? He's he's got to mm-hmm. be. People, I, I remember the first time that I met him, I made jokes about, you know, hey, Michael Jordan, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and well, know, That's why he put the B in there, right? Right, right, for, for one thing. But I'm sure he's a little bit sick of it. But um, So, you know, you can all you know, talk about it at work today and see if you can all <laughs> uh, figure it out, themselves, if, uh, out for yourselves. It's all about promoting that movie, and that's what it does. It's working. I guess, yeah, the movie is a hit, isn't it? Definitely. Um, the Mary Tyler Moore documentary story intrigues me because I did read her, her autobiography, and this is one fascinating life, isn't it? It really is. Uh, and uh, they announced yesterday that a documentary has been made uh, on her life. It has been made with the cooperation of Mary Tyler Moore's uh, husband, is her, her widow, widower. And uh, you're going to see photographs you've never seen before. You're going to see home videos that you've never seen before provided by the husband, uh, friends uh, and family uh, telling stories and providing uh, photos and videos that have never been seen before. So uh, it's going to make its debut at the South by Southwest Film Festival, which is going on right now in uh, Texas. It'll debut next week. Uh, but uh, a Chicago note on this, uh, Lena Waith, who is an uh, actress and a producer, uh, said she has been fascinated with Mary Tyler Moore and has read her autobiography. She said more times than I can count. And she is uh, the one who has produced this and put this together. So as a little bit of a Chicago connection, we will all be able to see this when the documentary, which is called Being Mary Tyler Moore, uh, comes to HBO in May. Looking forward to that. Time for the Dean Richards Celebrity Real Estate Report. I love, yeah, Dean. I love uh, just reading these uh, reports when I hear about them, that uh, J-Lo and Ben Affleck have uh, bought themselves uh, a new house, uh, you know, a cozy little uh, place that is on over an acre of land. It is 13,000 square feet of home, six bedrooms, ten baths, Two studies, a media room, a game room, plus uh, two bedrooms and four baths in a 3,000-square-foot guest house. Uh, They, uh, well, we don't know how much they paid for the house, but we do know that it was listed for $64 million. So uh, they uh, have themselves quite a home. Uh, Now, uh, J-Lo has to sell her current home, which is in Bel Air. And that one uh, right now is listed for just over $42 million, in case anyone's interested in relocating this morning. The new place is in Pacific Palisades, isn't it? I think it is, yes. That's a mm, yeah. it's really a nice, very, nice very exclusive area, right? All right, let's get to the uh, Ant-Man cast and what they had to say. Well, we uh, talked with Paul Rudd and uh, Jonathan Majors, who's uh, also in Creed. Uh, We talked with much of the cast, and uh, recently we had an opportunity to talk with Catherine Newton, who plays uh, the daughter, uh, Cassie, in the movie. She's got a pretty big role in the movie. Uh, Very nice young actress. She's been in a a few things, but this is definitely a breakthrough role for her. So when we uh, had a little chat the other day, I wondered, um, you know, what she's looking at in the future. What's next uh, for you? I I presume there'll be more Ant-Man movies, uh, and obviously you're going to be a part of all of that. What, What do you hope will happen next for you? Well, 
I think kind of like what you said, I hope that whatever project I do, I'm a little bit like Paul Rudd and I make other people shine and I make other people funny because that's the funniest thing about him. It's one thing to make people laugh. It's another to make somebody funny. And, and Paul Rudd really set me up to be funny, which I think is genius. But I don't know what's next for me in the MCU. Um, I have no expectations. It was my first Marvel movie. It's never going to top, be topped. I love uh, when they're uh, humble and, you know, grateful and, uh, you know, not uh, full of themselves. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the road is uh, certainly filled with plenty of those, but she seems like a very nice person. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is uh, in theaters right now. Sunday night, it's the Oscars. What are you looking forward to, Dean, if anything? Yeah, my favorite night of the year, uh, I say very sarcastically. the uh, <laughs> uh, It's uh, coming to an end. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be kind of a boring night, really, with... Um, with uh you know i think the results are all going to be fairly predictable i've got a few predictions for you that i'll get to in a second but you know the awards uh, season so far pretty much had all of the same winners so far so i don't expect uh, it to be that different i don't think there're going to be any surprises uh, I think I, I don't think there are going to be any uh, slaps of anybody uh, <laughs> going on because the producers of the uh, uh, program, the broadcast, say they are prepared for anything that might happen after the uh, slap from last year. They have literally what they are calling a crisis team standing by <laughs> in case anything does happen. Now, what does that mean exactly? That's what I don't get. Are, are they prepared to wrestle Rita Moreno to the ground? If she, <laughs> yeah, if you, her speech is too long. Yeah, if her speech is... <laughs> that's the only reason I could see using a crisis team where you send like a SWAT team on stage uh, and, you know, you whisk the person off who won't stop talking when the music starts uh, at the end. So I have no idea what that means, but you know they're going to be ultra-prepared for anything that might happen. And I think a lot of this is going to fall into Jimmy Kimmel's lap, who is the host of the show, to keep it interesting to, you know, they're saying they're not going to avoid talking about the slap. So I'm sure they're going to be plenty of jokes about it. Um, you know, they uh, Will Smith will not be there. He's banned from attending the Oscars for 10 years. Uh, we do know somebody who will not be at the Academy Awards, and that is Lady Gaga. Even though she's nominated, her song Hold My Hand from the movie Top Gun Maverick is nominated for Best Original Song. But she's right in the middle of filming uh, the Joker sequel, and uh, she can't get away to come back to perform the song. So uh, that's not going to happen. Rihanna is going to happen. She will be there to perform her song nominated from the movie Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and all the other uh, performers from the uh, m- m- movie songs. Uh, they're all going to do uh, their songs. So uh, today I'm going to give you some uh, predictions for the acting categories. Tomorrow I'll tell you who I think will win uh, Best Picture. Uh, the category of Best Actress, I think, is going to be a battle between Kate Blanchett for her role in Tar and Michelle Yeoh. For everything, everywhere, all at once. Michelle Yeoh has pretty much swept this category during the entire season, and I think she will again on Sunday. For Best Supporting Actress, it could go to Jamie Lee Curtis for everything, 
everywhere, or it could go to Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. This is going to be a, a an interesting category because the Academy likes to vote body of work awards and both angela bassett and jamie lee curtis have an incredible body of work i think it's going to go to angela bassett because everything everywhere all at once is going to win so many awards they're going to want to share the wealth a little bit so we'll see if uh that winds up being the case for best actor uh it's going to be between austin butler from elvis or brendan frazier from the whale Again, the Academy likes to honor uh, bodies of work, and uh, Austin Butler is just starting off in his career, and I think they'll think that he's got plenty of time to win an Oscar. I think this one goes to Brendan Fraser, and for Best Supporting Actor, Ki Hugh Kwan from the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. He is a sure pick. He's been winning everything uh, all season long. So, again, I'll have my Best Picture prediction for you tomorrow. Uh, I watch the awards so you don't have to, so I'll <laughs> recap it all on Monday morning. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, if you want to get a, a printable Oscar ballot, uh, if you have you know like an Oscar party or something and you want to kind of play along, if you go to WGNTV.com slash Dean's List, uh, we've got a ballot there that you can print up uh, for yourself. And I'm sure there will be record low ratings. Oh, we're, uh, I'm sorry, we're out of time. Get that crisis team. Get that SWAT team. Get him off the stage, stat. We've got our playoff music ready today. I thought the music was going to come much sooner than that. Thank you, Dean. And we will talk tomorrow. See you tomorrow.